Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about the habit of constantly building your team. Listen to me. Uh, I am excited to to dive in on this topic because um, there's just simply no way to get around this. And as I've been going through on uh, the Habitstacker.com blog, uh, I've just been writing network articles on, uh, you know, successful people's net worth and also their habits that have helped them to build that net worth. So, um, and one thing I've ner- noticed going through this, um, the one that comes up the most by far is people having a, a great team around them in one way or another. And what you end up seeing as you go through this is that even the people who call themselves self-made have great teams. They have people around them that have helped them. Like no one is actually succeeding alone. People are succeeding and they're doing it with other people. Uh, if you look back in your life, you could probably point to many moments where you've done something special, but there were people around you to help you do those things. Uh, for myself, uh, I would be the biggest liar in the world if I said, ah, you know what? I made the Olympic team all on my own. Not a chance. I had uh, a, a really good coach um, growing up as a little kid from when I was like eight years old uh, all the way through high school that um, really laid a foundation of helping me to understand the sport and how to move properly. Um, you know, my parents sacrificed a lot, always made sure I had what I needed for track. Um, I had therapists that helped. Um, I had teachers that, that 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 helped me with my schoolwork so I could get a scholarship. Uh, once I got to school, my, my coach there, uh, the, the, the therapist and the, the medical team at, at Iowa State, um, it just is like it's a collection of so many people that played a role in making it happen. My training partners for pushing me at practice and things like that. So here's the thing. Um, as I went through and I've been going through and I'm continuing to go through these these different celebrities, it's amazing to see like their life story and uh, growing up um, people, you know, even like rappers that grew up in very tough situations, having another rapper that that saw them and looked out for them and, and took care of them and, uh, helped to show them the way and get them out of a gang life. Um, you see this with athletes time and time again of mentors coming in and parents making sacrifices and, and, uh, encouraging them like, like Mayweather, for example, uh, Mayweather had a very tough situation growing up and his, he didn't really grow up with his mom or dad. Like his dad was around, but was struggling with some things. And, his his grandma, he wanted to work at one point um, to help support the family because he was living with his grandma. There was not a lot of money. They were uh, living in a very tough situation. And his grandma was like, hey, nope, all you need to focus on is boxing. You box and we'll worry about all the struggles. And it, it's it's crazy to think about that because most people would have told their kids like, no, go work, make money, you know, provide, give us some extra so we can, you know, turn, keep the lights on and stuff like that. And uh, she was like, nope. You focus on being a great boxer. And that's a sacrifice. That's having a team. That's having people. Because not only is that saying that we believe in you, that we think you can be great, but it's giving him the space and the time that he needs to just focus on that and not have to worry about other things going on. And um, these are the type of stories that I saw time and time again, like over and over again, um, stories of people saying, look, this person um, helped me. This person led me. It didn't even, it didn't matter how much they had lost in their family or friends around them that left. There was always people in their team 
um, that helped the rise. But then once they actually were in, like they were big time, like, you know, it's one thing for when Mayweather was trying to become Mayweather, right? Uh, he had support, he had one team, but then once he became Mayweather, that team grew and he transitioned and, uh, you know, he had that security and this person and that person. And he has, you know, his whole team that is around him at all times. And that is just as important. It's like once you you reach where you want to be or you reach a certain point, um, you can't stop building that team. You have to keep putting good people around you. You have to keep collaborating with good people, keep working with good people, keep trying to do partnerships with good people, um, keep hiring good people. You have to keep your team loyal and you have to keep your team strong. And that, it, 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 there's two things that have stood out to me. Um, it's keep your team loyal, keep your team strong. Uh because when you have loyalty, people stick around for the long run. Um, you have to bring in less people, um, and you can count on people. And when the team is strong, that means they're skilled. That means that they they bring value um, in whatever for whatever reason that you brought them on the team. They're able to do that uh, very well. So uh, here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about something that you're doing right now that you are not that good at that you could bring someone on your team to help with. I want you to think about something that you are not that good at that you can bring someone on your team to help with. A, a, a very simple example, uh, Steve Harvey. Um, I was listening to this video of him talking, and he was saying how he hates social media. Like, he doesn't like it. It's not really his thing. So he hires someone who's very good at social media, who loves being on it, who is always wanting to know what the newest thing is and just will spend all day on this thing, and they run his social media for him. Uh, it's a very, It's very simple concept, but he doesn't like it. He doesn't do it well. So he brings in somebody who loves it and does it well. What are you doing constantly that, because, and I remember like time, it's kind of like, you know, tax season's coming up, right? And during the season, it's always amazing to me how much people forget time and um, the value of time versus money, because money you can make back. You you can, you can lose a thousand dollars. You can lose a million, you know, how much money did Donald Trump lose throughout his career and, and get it back, right? You can get the money back, which what you can't get back is time. So when you think about um, things like taxes, right, you can pay someone to do your taxes for you, which they they that's what they do. They love doing that stuff. They love crunching those numbers. That's what they do for a living. You pay them. You keep your time. Even if you're broke, you keep your time. That's still valuable to do something else that you want to do with your time. And you know your taxes are going to be done right. It's that same concept. You apply that all throughout your life. What things are you doing that somebody else loves doing, you hate doing, and you can bring somebody onto your team to get that done? And and you want to start with the thing that's going to make the biggest impact. Like if you can only bring one person in, what's that one thing that they're going to do? Um, I know for myself with uh, Habit Stacker, I have uh, uh, my virtual assistant lives in the Philippines. Um, her name is Anne. She is fantastic. And I, I honestly have worked with her now for I worked with her even before I started Habit Stacker. I worked with her on some past projects. So um, we started working together in 2017. And so it's been three years now we've been doing this. And um, it's amazing because she is a, she loves doing some of the little things that I cannot stand, like like super repetitive, repetitive tasks. She are like her like jam. She loves that stuff. Um, and uh, I can't stand it. So um, we work together really well because she loves to do that stuff. I hate it. So she gets it done for me and she does have a high level. Um, so here's where I'm going with this. Think about that. Think about where you can bring someone in to, to strengthen your team. Um, the second thing is have a vision for where you want your team to go. Like you might not have the money right now to make your team the way you want it to be. Um, that's okay. 
But the, I'm telling you, the stronger your team is, the better you're going to do. I, I think about um, Usain Bolt when I was when I was running, right? Um, Bolt continued to run at a high level for so long because he had the best team. He had one of the best agents. He had uh, his best friend as his manager because he could afford to do that. Most people couldn't afford to just make their best friend their manager. Um, he was able to travel with therapists. He slept in the best hotels. He got the best of the best everywhere he went. He got the best food. Everything he was doing, he was doing at a high level, higher level than his competitors because he had money. So have that vision as well. Like don't just sit on, oh, well, this is what I can afford today, so this is what my team's going to be. No. People who succeeded big in life, they have great teams and they have growing teams. Who can you put around you in the future? What do you need? Like, write it out. And what are these people going to do? When are you going to try and bring them in? Know what your team needs to look like in the future to get to where you want to go.